Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Hello and welcome to today's Lifting Lesson at Lunch. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come on and join us as we open the Word of God and try and find encouragement for today. I encourage you to take your Word of God and join me in Psalm, Psalm 19. I'm going to begin reading here in verse 7. Of course, we are continuing our series on the summer of faith, and within that, we have begun a, a little mini-series on our faith in the Word of God. So join me here in Verse 7, where the Bible says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. Last week we saw this one. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Then we come to where we'll be looking at today. Verse 9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Of course, it continues, the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. But today we're going to be looking at the Bible is clean. We see, first of all, as we have used this kind of as our standard outline for this series, what it is, what the Bible is. Well, the Bible makes it clear here that it is clean. It is clean. The fear of the Lord is clean. Clean here is means free from any degradation. It's clean. I remember when I was... Younger, I would go out and I'd play tackle football in the front yard. No pads, no nothing. Just out there. It basically is rugby. But uh, really, we were just trying to kill each other. My my next door neighbors, my friends, things like that. But we were just going after each other. Okay, I remember I'd come inside in my jeans. It'd be filthy. My shirt would be filthy. It'd be ripped, torn, all sort of stuff. It, it was dirty. It was the opposite of clean. But I remember my mom, she'd get that iron out and she'd put it in a, put it in a container there and it just she'd let it soak man it smelled so strong and you walked in that door you just were slapped with it okay there in the laundry room but I remember that she would uh, take those dirty filthy unclean clothes put them in that iron out she'd take it out and uh, she'd wash it and I'd get it back and it was just like nothing happened it was clean of course we understand that the Bible there is no degradation that can come upon it it is clean. Just like those clothes that I would have after they got washed, they were clean. Of course, we understand that nothing can degradate the Word of God. The, the Word of God doesn't need to be cleaned because it already is clean. And as we see here, the Bible, it is free. It is clean. It's free from any degradation. This word clean was often used ceremonially when in reference with the animals. If you're reminded of the sacrifice system, in the Old Testament, the, the lamb had to be without spot, without blemish. It had to be clean. If you remember uh, physically, the cleanness, uh, remind yourself of the leper. The leper was, when he would go through the town to get to the outskirts of the town, that's where the leper colonies were. They had to stay on the outskirts of town. Why? Because they were unclean. And as they made their way out, if they walked through the city, they would have to wave their arms and say, unclean unclean. Not only that, but morally. Every single one of us morally are unclean. 
Morally, we are unclean. But what's so amazing, what's so interesting, is that although we are unclean, remember how I told you the story just a couple seconds ago about how I'd go outside and be playing in the mud, in the dirt, get all unclean, and my mom would clean my clothes, she'd wash my clothes. Friend, you and I, this is good right here. You and I, in sin, in the muck, in the mire of this sinful world, we get dirty. We get stinky. We're sinful. But God, when we come to Him in faith, He receives us unto Himself. He says, those dirty clothes that you've got on, give them to me. Here's my clean clothes. Here's my righteousness. If that don't make you shout, then your wood is wet. But the Bible, it is clean. There is no degradation found in it. It's clean. And I praise God that the Bible is clean. And because God is clean, because God is righteous, because God is free from degradation, then his word is the same. Now, I had a question arise in my mind. Is When we read it, it says, the fear of the Lord is clean. Well, how do we know that the Bible, why is the Bible referred to as the fear of the Lord? It's interesting. Of course, we first look at the context. The context is of the Bible, so we can understand uh, and allow the Bible to define itself. But also, the fear of the Lord here is referring to God's precepts of the Christian life. Albert Barnes said in reference to this that uh, precepts or piety of religion. So the precepts of this religion, precepts of this relationship with the Lord. Matthew Henry also later said, A true religion and godliness prescribed in the word, reigning in the heart, and practiced in the life. See, when we fear the Lord and we fear his precepts, then it will reign in our heart and then we will practice it in our life, in our outer workings. So when we see here the fear of the Lord, don't be uh, confused, don't be dismayed in thinking, Oh my goodness, the word of God, it's, it's the fear of the Lord because that's what it is. The fear of the Lord. In other words, the Bible, it shows us what true religion is and what being godly looks like. It is from the fear of the Lord, his precepts, and following them that we are truly like Christ. So the fear of the Lord, it is clean. And we see what it does. The fear of the Lord is clean. Look here at verse 9. Enduring forever. Enduring forever. Notice here, Uh, What it is, is it's clean and what it does. Everything we see, hear, and know will one day come to an end. But there is one thing that shall remain. There is one truth that will remain. There is one book that will remain. And it is the Word of God. The Bible says in Matthew that the Word of God shall abide forever. Heaven and earth shall pass. But not one jot or one tittle from the law shall be shall pass until all be fulfilled. First Peter one twenty five. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. Spurgeon once said, "Filth brings decay, but cleanness is the great foe of corruption." Later he would say, "When the governments of nations are shaken with revolution and ancient constitutions are being repealed, it is comforting to know that the throne of God is unshaken, and His law, His precepts." His book is unaltered. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Friend, if you have a copy of this King James Bible, then in your lap you have the Word of God, 
the indestructible Word of God. No man can destroy this book. God will preserve it. Aren't you thankful for that today? Friend, today, the, the Word of God, be encouraged. Have your faith grown in the fact that the Word of God is clean and it endures forever. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his name. All may change, but the Word of God will still remain. I pray that you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. We look forward to being with you again in the future. Have a great day.